yes, we were giving and other people you know, were giving as well, but I want to tell you something that's very, very important. Uh, Chris can verify this. He was with me when I got the phone call that basically says, you owe over $5,000 to get this thing working again. And, uh, you know, and the reason I knew is because I got the, you know, energy bill and it was close to $500 power bill, which is normally like 250 I went, something's wrong. And uh, so I called and got the, hey, it's over $5,000 basically. And uh, when I got that news, that was not good news, right? That was not good news. But I have good news from somebody else. And I had to decide... Which one am I going to listen to? Which good news am I going to listen to? And so in that moment, what was going through my head, because we had just had a little bit of extra come in to us, but that was going to go to pay off some debt and pay off some bills. And I was like, oh, man, praise God, we got something to pay off the bills. And then you ever been in that situation where it looks good, and then all of a sudden the devil is like, I'm going to steal this from you, you know, right? Well... And, and so, yeah, y'all y'all had that happen. And how you respond has everything to do with what happens next. How you respond. And so when the devil attacks you like that, and I can tell you my, my first thoughts were, crap, you know? I mean, that, that was just it. I was like, doggone, you know? There goes that paying off some of those bills that I wanted to pay off. You know, there goes that, you know, some stuff that we wanted to do because I was going to, you know, use some for some other stuff too. And, and I'm like, man. And, but that lasted for just a second. But how we respond is so very important. And so within uh, about a minute, you know, I said, all right, Lord, no. I said, Father, this is handled. I receive your provision. You're, you're our provider. You're our source. This will come in. This, it'll be fine. It'll be handled. Praise God that I can go ahead and pay the down payment today because I couldn't do that two weeks ago. You know, praise God that I can pay that down payment today because it was hefty enough, you know. And, but we were able to get that worked out. You know, so the Lord provided right in that moment. But how you respond to news is so very important. And the reason I want to go ahead and give you that side of it as well is because we're talking about bye-bye debt and hello abundance, right? Bye-bye debt, hello abundance. That's what we want. We want debt gone. But here's the thing. In that, uh, this ties right in because how you respond. You've got to know who God is. Know who the devil is, and then know who you are in Christ, and know how to respond. Okay, and so in that situation, I knew who was stealing from us, but I also knew who was blessing us, and I knew who I was in Him, and I I use all of that information to figure out how to respond in faith, and then the Lord provides. And I don't think it's the end of it. I think God's going to continue to bless and pour in personally to cover the whole thing. And now we've got a unit that's going to save us monthly money on the stuff because it's in a lot better one than the one we had. So, amen? amen? So, you trust the Lord. Lord's working, is He not? Is He or is He not? Working all things together for good for those that love Him and are called according to His purpose. Now, love means that I'm hearing from Him and I'm being obedient to Him. 
Okay, I'm committed to him and his ways. And he works things out for the people that love him. Remember the one, you remember the story about the house on the sand and the house on the rock, right? I, for years in my head, the house on the sand that fell were people that weren't born again. But that's not what it says. It says the house on the sand was those that heard his word and did not do. They weren't doers of the word. So the house on the sand can be every Christian out there. He didn't say it was Christians on the rock in that, in that uh, parable. He said it's those who heard the word but didn't act on them. Well, you can know the word on your finances in your, in your him as a provider. You can know the word, but if you don't operate, one of the big things we'll talk about in this series is there's two systems. There's the world system of money and there's God's system of money. And if you keep on operating in the world system of money and not God's system of money, then you're constantly going to be beat down. The house on the rock that the storm, the storm came to both of them, but one stood and one fell down. The one that was on the rock heard the word and then did it. So if I'd have been in that same situation, got the phone call, you owe all this money for this new heat and air, and I go, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? I had plans for that money. I was going <laughs> to... Uh, so glad that moment's on tape. Um, so, I, so if I'd have acted like that, but don't we, you know, we might not do that in front of people, but on the inside, that's what we're doing. Oh, you know, and, and we're just, if we act that way, then all of a sudden we're not a doer of the word. And so the storm has every right to knock our little house down. And isn't that what we've seen? How many people have ever had their house knocked down and because we haven't been doers? All of us. All of us. Well, I just got tired of having my house knocked down. And so you got to decide. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking about three little pigs now. Um, you got to decide... <laughs> I'm not going to let the devil huff and puff and blow my house down, right? He goes around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We are not going to let him blow the house down anymore. Amen? He doesn't have a right to. Amen? Amen. Oh, man, we are not preaching that message again today. I can tell it. Think, I want you to think about that story with Jesse. Um, so... Here he is, and basically what he says, if you will, those uh, sheets, they are full, eight and a half by 11 sheets, and it says uh, the Pregnancy Resource Center on. There's two of them. Um, he said, Jesse said this, he said, we had gotten to the place where uh, they basically said, the people that own the airport and run the airport, they said, you sell him something at this airport, he, he'll own this place before long, Right? Well, that really blessed me because you're talking about a man of God that they know this about. They know the blessing is on his life. They know it, right? Well, let's, uh, let's see if I can find it here. I think it's around Genesis 37, something like that. See if we can find the uh, place where Isaac... Uh, might be a little bit before that. Uh, 
Yeah, it's going to be back around in the 20s. Basically, what happens to Isaac is he goes into uh, the land and he starts sowing into God. And when he sows into God, he gets so strong that the people say, you need to leave us. There we go. It's uh, Genesis 26. Genesis 26 and verses 12. Verse 12. Genesis 26, 12 says, Now Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. So in other words, now this had happened to his dad, Abraham. He had, he had sown, this is still, you know, bye-bye uh, debt and hello abundance. It's just a different message than we had planned. But here's the thing. He sowed in that land. He basically said, God, the God of my father Abraham, he's my God too. And now I'm going to believe on him the way that my father believed on him. And God will meet me the same way he met my father. Well, that same thing is available to all of us. I, the God, my, it says that we are of faith and of the lineage of Abraham by our faith in Christ over in Galatians chapter 3. And so it says this, look, basically you can say, my father Abraham served God and God blessed him. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he's my God too. And if I sow and I go after him, he will bless me too. This is very important to get a hold of because you have a right to this. You are blessed with faithful Abraham. Matter of fact, let's just uh, go to Galatians. Hold your place there and we'll come back to it. Go to Galatians 3. Thank you, Lord, for putting a message together that I wasn't planning on preaching. Amen. Verse 8, Galatians 3, 8. It says, the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel, God, God preached the good news beforehand to Abraham saying, all the nations will be blessed in you. All the nations will be blessed in you. All right. Now you can uh, read this that they will be blessed through him. Okay. Then it says in verse 9, So then those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham the believer. Are you of faith? Yes. Is he talking about you right here? Yes. I, if, you, if you want the blessing of Abraham operating in your life who was rich. You know Abraham, his cousin, uh, Lot, or his nephew, Lot got stolen. And uh, all of a sudden Abraham said, Come on, boys, we got to go get our family back. we got to go get our kin. Yeah. <laughs> we got, he might not have said it like that, but that, you know what I mean. He, he said, uh-uh, that's not. He had five kings. Five kings that he went up against. Five kings. Abraham said, all the fellows of the family and the servants, come on. Went and destroyed five kings. Abraham was blessed. Abraham was blessed. And you are blessed right there with him. If you're of faith. Now he's talking about you. You're blessed with him. 
Now that's some good stuff. If you are with faithful Abraham by faith in Jesus Christ, you are blessed with Abraham, that same blessing. Well, Isaac knew this. And so Isaac says, I'm going to serve God too. I'm going to be obedient to God. You know, now Isaac, Isaac had some stuff still to do. He still had, you know, different things to do that we don't, he didn't have like we have. We have Jesus. We have Christ who paid a price for us that it was the greatest price ever. Isaac, Isaac didn't have that, but yet he knew that if I will serve God and be obedient to God, God will bless me. And so in verse Genesis 26, Verse 12, Now Isaac sowed in the land and reaped the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blesses, blessed him. And one thing I wrote out here to the side is, if you look at the verse 2, it says, The Lord appeared to him, verse 2 of that chapter, The Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt, stay in the land of which I shall tell you. I wrote out here beside, blessings are in the place that God plants you. That's where your blessings are. And every person's place is different. In 1 Corinthians 12, 18, it says God has placed the members in the body. Blessings are in your place as you're obedient to God. So Isaac was in his place. He sowed in that place. And that year he reaped a hundredfold. Amen. So, and the Lord blessed him. Yeah, look, I, I would say that I don't fully understand the fullness of the Lord blessed him, what that means. Those are just like four words thrown in this one verse, but I imagine it's really good, right? The Lord, the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, spoke these words, and I blessed him. And I want him to, and I bless Brian, you know? I, how about that? You want him to bless you? Let's get in our place, let's be obedient, and serve God. This is God's money system. This is how God operates. This is how we move out of debt. How many people want to be out of debt? Amen. How many people want to be in abundance? This is how we do it. Amen. This is God's, part of God's money system. You've got to decide. This, this is something on the money systems. We're going to talk more about this. But you've got to decide. Am I living by God's money system or the world's money system? You've got to make a choice. Because if you try to live by both, you're in the world's money system. It's only God's money system or the world's money system. And you've got to be all in in God's. That means you've got to trust Him. We'll talk more about that as we go. So then in verse 13, And the man, Isaac, became rich and continued to grow richer until he became very wealthy. Now in the context of what we're talking about, the context of this passage, is he talking about spiritually rich here? Is he talking about spiritually wealthy? No, this is material stuff. It's who he is. And, and he continued and got richer and richer and more richer and, and better richer and gooder richer, however you want to be, richer or richer, and to the point where he got wealthy. 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 I did that good grammar just so you'd catch on to how richy and wealthy he was. Much gooder. Yes, more gooder. It's, it, it, however you want to describe it, it was up there. And it was growing. It's who, it was good, good stuff. Amen? It was good. For he had, see here's your context, he had possessions of flocks and herds and a great household. 
so that the Philistines envied him. They envied him. You know, we're, just, we're talking a lot about Jesse. I, this, is a, this is one that stuck out to me one time. One time the Holy Spirit, because Jesse's been in God's money system, he's sitting there talking to, uh, talking to the Lord. And the Lord said, I want you to pull all the money out of this stock and I want you to put it over here. Well, about that time he, he did that and he shifted and the guy on the phone, I believe it was Chase Bank, he said, are you sure you want to do this? He said, do what I told you to do. He said, okay. He said, I just, let me, I, I think he said something along the lines of, I think you're making a mistake. Jesse said, do it, because he had heard from the Lord. He's operating in God's money system. And so about that time, what happens? The economy does a little maneuver that wasn't so pleasant, and uh, Jesse is the only client that made money during that little maneuver. Because you can make money, you know, whether the economy goes up or down, you can make money. God showed him what to do, and he's the only one, so much so that the, the, I think it was the vice president of the bank said this. He said, um, if you, you get any other words like that, he said, why don't you give me a call? Yes, the legal kind. See, but here's the thing. God will put you in a position to be blessed where the world will envy what you have. But because we haven't known about it, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because we haven't known about it, we hadn't been walking like that. I mean, who's been envying your bank account? That'll, that'll show us some work that we need. We need some mind renewal. This is normal. This is not a person with Christ. This is just a son of God who knew how to be obedient and get in God's system, God's money system, instead of the world's. So much so that the non-believers, the heathen, right, envied him. The world looked at him and went, dude, wow. You know why? Because that kind of stuff preaches to the world. They're not motivated by morals and love. They're motivated by your stuff. This is important. It's a part of evangelism. Isaac's sitting here. He operates in it. So much so that the Philistines envied him. Verse 15. Now all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his fathers, the Philistines stopped up by filling them with earth. And then Abimelech, this, they were trying to get something accomplished. Abimelech, right? Ooh, this is a verse. Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are too powerful for us. You are too powerful. And Isaac departed from there and camped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. See, this is what you were seeing in that story about Jesse. That they didn't want to sell him stuff because he, they know he gets in here, he'll become too powerful in this area. That's exactly what they said. He'll become too powerful in this area. Man, I heard that because this story right here about Isaac's been sitting in me, rolling over, rolling over, rolling over. Why? Because God's, remember we talked a few weeks ago on a Wednesday night about dreaming big, thinking big, allow yourself. Well, I read this the other day, and the Lord said, you need to start putting faith towards becoming too powerful. You know, I was, we were talking on the drive the other day, and Chris and I were talking, and I said, look, we ought to have so that if something happens in Albemarle and Stanley County, and, and 
that they need to come and contact the folks at Boomerang. That's right. If you want something done, well, if you want anything done around here, you better contact those folks over at Boomerang. They own everything. They, they're so powerful in this area. They, they believe God, I'll tell you that. You know, I don't know what to think about. They seem crazy to me, but they believe God. God blesses them. He fills them with joy and laughter and the world looks at it. There's a verse that says he fills our mouth with laughter and the Gentiles know that God has blessed them. That God has blessed them. So we need to be the kind of people and I'm, I'm giving you some vision that's out there a few years where, where people say, hey, you need to... Yeah, matter of fact, if you want to be blessed, what I've heard is go down to Boomerang because they're walking it and it's simply because we renewed our mind to just what God said. And we start operating in His way. You do those two things, God honors you. Those who honor me, I will honor. Those who honor me, I will honor. I think it's 1 Samuel 2.30. Those who honor me, I will honor. Those who honor me, I will honor. But here's how it is. It doesn't happen... By us going, I was going to talk about you know, last week and this week, why are we talking about getting out of debt and moving into abundance? We'll maybe talk about it next week. But uh, what I, we need to know why God would have us doing that. Why would he have us talking about this stuff? Because a lot of the church would say, uh, well, you don't need to, you need just, that is so, that you don't need all that. You don't need all that. Well, I'm sorry, and we're going to talk about why. I'm not going to get into that now, but there's a reason why we're preaching it, and it is 100% God. It is 100% God. You really want to go back to the first one on bye-bye debt and hello abundance and look at what the Lord says about debt. You need to hear that message. Debt is not a good thing. It is not a good thing, and that message will give you faith to get out of it. Because you've got to know that it's not God before you can really start walking that direction. And you need to know that abundance is God so that you can start walking that direction in faith. Yeah, the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. You need to hear that. You need to see it in the Word. You need to meditate on it. You need it preached to you as well. But there's things, there's times where we've got to say, okay, to be obedient to God in this, I need, to, I need to renew my mind to the Word. I need to see what God says about it. I need to digest that, let that thing roll around in me, produce some faith in me, and that faith will then produce some action to move in God's money system. And then God can bless me the way that He wants to bless me. And that takes some mind renewal too. too. The uh, verse in 1 John 3, 2 says, Beloved above all, all things, all things, above everything. I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So moving in God's system is getting to the place where you realize God's things are first and foremost and the reason He blesses you is two reasons. One, to bless you personally. He loves you. He wants you personally blessed. But the other reason is He's calling you to good works. He is calling you to good works. And you can't do every good work unless you're moving in the abundance. 1 Corinthians 9, 8, or 8, 9, one or the other. Anyway, you can't move into that. That abundance helps you into move into every good deed. And it's out of that abundance. So you start to see that, but then you start learning, okay, this is what God wants. This is what God wants. 
And then all of a sudden you start moving into the place where you realize that what I used to do is not what I need to do anymore. That when I used to flip out because I got a phone call that's going to cost me a bunch of money and be like, oh man, where's that come from? I was going to use it for other stuff. You can't flip out anymore. That's the world's way of doing stuff. God's way of doing stuff is saying, take my eyes off of the problem and put them on God. And say, okay, I see the problem. I know God well enough to say, that's going to get fixed. Everything's going to be all right. Lord, you are my source. I turn my heart towards you. I turn, I turn my faith towards you, Lord. You are my source. And, and I don't know how you're going to fix that problem. And I don't have to. That is, I cast my care on you. And Lord, I just say right now, I work with you as your partner here on the earth, as a part of your body. And through my authority that you have given me, I open up my authority for you to do what you need to do about that problem. So I open myself up in humility to his ways. And all of a sudden, now God can bring about a blessing. And he can bring about another blessing and another blessing. So much so that the people in a place, they envy you and they say, y'all are too powerful. You're too powerful. We're too powerful. That's what it's all about. Because then, here's what, and here's why the devil doesn't like that. Because you start moving in that, it is hard for the devil to come against you. It is hard for him to talk bad about you. Why? Because you can talk bad about them all you want to, but they're the ones in the blessing. They're the ones in, that God's hand is on, and people go, look, I need that. My life has been stinking. I need some of what they're walking in. That'll make them hunger for the things of God. And when you are given to God, and you're not all about you. It's not just about putting nice stuff in your house and in your bank account. But like that story with Jesse, that's all I got, God. That's all I asked for. That his system says, I trust you, Father. And I trust you to bring back anything I need before this. You know, what my first thoughts when I got that phone call is, I had some money in my pocket just to give away that, you know, where we were at. Just to sow into the kingdom of God. My first thoughts was, you know, flesh thoughts, not right thoughts, world system thoughts was, I better hold on to that. I might need every piece of it. But see, once you know the word, and see that thought, it's okay for a thought to come by, but it's what you do with the thought. You still have a flesh that's going to give you thoughts like that. Here, Here was my thoughts after that because I went, well, that ain't God. I know that's not God because God's way is to give. It doesn't make sense to a logical mind, but God's way is to give. I'm like, Lord, who am I going to give to? I'm a, I, let me give right now. I'm like, the first person comes up, I want to give to him. You know, I, I wanted to. Uh, who is it? Man, I knew I was empty in my pocket. Amen. Why? Because he's my source. He's my source. And did I lack anything? Nope. nope. Did I need anything? Nope. Did God come through? Yep. And he's still coming through. He's still coming through. And just like with Jesse, did he lack anything? The man ain't lacking nothing. He ain't lacking nothing. And God's still coming through for him. And he'll still come through for you. Because he didn't love Jesse more than you. He didn't love Abraham more than you. He didn't love Isaac more than you. He loves you. 
He loves us and He's going to bless us. And we're going to love Him. And the way that we love Him is we humble ourselves to God's way and God's system and say, Lord, I present myself, my thoughts, my action, my money, my time, I present it to you. And the Lord says, I can use that. I can use it. And He does. And He multiplies it and gives it back. Amen.